Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, brought to you by the Sportsman Channel. All hunting, all fishing, all the time. Contact your local network provider and ask about the Sportsman Channel today. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, Christian Berg. This is editor Christian Berg, and you're listening to another episode of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. Our guest today is David Forbes. He's the co-CEO of Hunter Specialties, and we're actually at David's farm in Missouri right now. We've been enjoying some whitetail hunting the last couple days, and I've been seeing some really good bucks, and it's been a lot of fun. But uh, in addition to the whitetail hunting, we've also been learning a lot about scent control and kind of getting David's uh, custom scent elimination system, if you will. Why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, your philosophy on scent elimination? Obviously, Hunter's Specialties has been in the scent elimination business for many years now. And uh, uh, explain to the folks kind of what you go through to make sure you're scent-free when you go out for a hunt. Well... Basically, the important thing is when you go to the woods, you really have to be clean. And when you sit down and think about that, what does clean really mean? Well, it really starts taking a shower, you know, uh, shampoo, uh, antiperspirant. When you come out, uh, you've already washed your clothes in, in a detergent that certainly cleanses them and makes them odor free. And we have a process really called a green bag that's odor-proof, odor barrier, and you actually put your clothes in that bag. And we fragrance a lot of our clothes with our fresh earth wafers. So therefore, when you're prepared to go to the woods, your body's clean, your clothes are clean, and that doesn't end the process because with actually being clean, if you touch your outside garments with your hands, you're still transferring human scent. So what you have to do as you get dressed, once you're totally ready to go to the woods and you've put on cover scent wafers, etc., uh, then you spray down your entire body, outside garments, hat, garments front and back, boots, bottom, sides, everything. So you want to go to the woods with the most optimum being clean, being scent free, uh, because you want to be as successful as possible. Now, that sounds like a pretty involved process. There's probably people who are listening thinking, now, I don't have time to do all that. But before we get into that, let's actually go through a step-by-step. Let's say you've just rolled out of bed and you're going to get ready to go out and hit the tree stand, okay, this morning. What do you personally do? Tell me every single scent elimination step that you go through before you climb into the tree. First thing I do, really, when I get out of bed, nine times out of ten, um, I get get in, going to take a shower. First thing I do is I brush my teeth. I brush my teeth. We use our own Santaway toothpaste. Uh, we flavor it with mint, natural mint, which grows in 48 states here. So we can go out in our woods today and we could find wild mint growing. That, that would be that mint. Then I jump in the shower, wash my hair with our shampoo and conditioner. Uh, wash my body with our green soap. We have it both bar form as well as liquid. And the neat thing about our, you know, as many showers as you take, we shower prior to every time going to the woods. That means if we hunt twice a day, morning and evening, we're showering and going through this whole process both times. Our green soap over the years have learned since you do cleanse your body so much, it's important that we put moisture back into our skin 
as well as we're you know that we're taking it out when we're washing it so our green soap does that but once once I get out of the shower uh, dry myself off then I go to my green bag and I start bringing out uh, base layer garments that uh, uh, that we wear underneath for perspiration management and 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 all these clothes that are in the bag too David are have already been laundered in a special detergent right absolutely the, in our in our center weight laundry detergent all the clothes in the bag remember all the clothes face masks gloves everything that we do myself I even wash my release every day every time that I hunt it's one of the largest perspiration areas there is but I go ahead and get dressed then go outside and if you're hunting in tree stands you're going to put on a safety belt uh, or a harness of some type and what we do we wash those harnesses we store those harnesses in a scent proof bag with lots of fresh earth waivers to impregnate that that odor into them then once I get dressed, <clears throat> I go ahead and spray down my footwear, my outside garments. It's nice if you're buddy hunting because you got somebody to help you do this. If not, I take those garments and spray them down before I put them on. And then I put them on, then I, I touch up, spray myself down. But when I leave here, I am totally sprayed down, totally have set, uh, set wafers on, ready to go to the woods. And obviously here at the farm, you're pretty close to the tree when you when you walk out of the house here. But for for somebody out there that has to drive a distance or whatever to get to their hunting property, do you recommend that they just carry all that clothing to their hunting spot in the green bag and then get changed there in the woods? Absolutely, that's what we recommend. In fact, new for 2009, we brought out a new uh, Sentaway scent-proof uh, seat cover. So now you can go ahead and put that, because you imagine driving your vehicle all year long. Perspiration on the back of, your, back of your seat is just absolutely, it's going to be there. You can put this set barrier seat cover on there. <clears throat> One, you can spray it down, etc. But yes, uh, if you're going to travel a distance, we do recommend leaving your clothes in the green bag, dressing when you get to location, and then going through the process of spraying down, applying set cover wafers, and, and then onto the woods you go. Now, I think it's probably fair to say with the with the process that you go through, and of course you've been putting us through this the last couple of days, uh, so we've seen it firsthand. You, you're probably devoting, you know, if you're hunting morning and afternoon, you're putting at least 30 minutes or an hour or so between the laundering and the getting ready, keeping your clothing organized in the bag. So each day you're, de you're devoting some significant effort to this. There are probably a lot of hunters out there. I mean, I would think most of our bow hunters today are certainly conscious of of this idea of scent and trying to fool uh, the noses of a deer or elk or what have you. But uh, probably a lot of guys think, you know, I, I hit myself with a little bit of spray when I get off the truck or I've got some scent elimination uh, base layers and, you know, I've taken my fair share of game over the years. Talk to me about some of the practical benefits. What, what kind of a difference have you noticed as you've progressed with your whole scent elimination program uh, and things that uh, you might be able to recall from the field where that's probably an animal or a situation where I might have not been successful previously and now I'm finding that I can get away with certain things. One of the one of the biggest issues you do, being scent free and using the scent elimination system, a hundred percent, is like baking cookies in a recipe. You don't leave out twenty percent of the recipe and expect to have the same kind of results. Doesn't mean you may not have an opportunity to shoot a deer, 
but I promise you in the situation that you are, whether you're in the tree or on the ground, you want to put yourself in a position where you're absolutely com you're confident. I go to the tree stand every day very confident that my odor level, I've done the maximum I can. I, you do pay attention to the wind, but I don't worry about the wind when, when I'm in the process of, of hunting a deer, hunting elk or anything else. You do pay attention, but when it comes into the heat of the battle, you're going to make that shot that animal's downwind from you or that elk is downwind from you on the ground. you got to have confidence. I've done everything that I feel confident that animal's not going to smell me. And that's that's really the the up the upside of being scent free totally. And it doesn't you know you're not really fanatic about it. What you're doing is once you get used to the process, you feel obligated to yourself to do it each time. And once you start washing your clothes, taking showers, one thing you're going to see you're going to see more animals in more situations than you've ever seen before. Well, and that's something that we were just talking about, I think, last night around camp here is the idea that, uh, you know, we spend $800 for a bow and four or $500 for a set of camo and, you know, 100 or $200 for a dozen arrows. And, you know, there are guys who will do all that and then they're heading out uh, for their tree time, you know, without being... Uh, scent conscious and it's like you know our time in the woods is so precious you you really like you said owe it to yourself to maximize your effectiveness and you know the precious time that you have to enjoy the hunt the other thing you got to remember when you're going to the woods and you're scent free and you know we always recommend going into the woods wearing gloves and everything else so you don't touch anything that deposit human scent but when you get in that stand and everything else, you're still presence there. That you know your human body's still there. You don't want to have any of your garments, footwear, anything that leaves a trace of you being there. Remember, the animal that animal smells a hundred times better than you do. He will smell things that you don't smell, and especially human odor, or human scent. And you know you want to not just be able to hunt that location once. Now one things one thing we do here is we normally don't hunt a stand over two or three times, and then we leave the stand for four or five days. But every time you go in the woods, you want to go in absolutely as clean as possible because you want to return to that same spot and hunt. Right. Right. Now. Um, you've got obviously a whole line of products like you mentioned from uh, toothpastes and uh, deodorants shampoos to the the wafers that you put in the bag talk a little bit about those wafers and the whole idea of a, a cover scent which really isn't a scent eliminator so much as a, maybe a masking agent well what it does is it gives you know here you are we have we have odorless sun away spray and we also have fresh earth, we also have acorn. It's really the preference of the user of really what they want. We want to smell as much like the woods as we can. Now we know we're clean, okay, but if we can add anything to it that kind of help give, a, like here on our, our farm we have lots of hardwoods, lots of, of course, dirt, and we have lots of cedar trees. So we wear three earth wafers and three cedar wafers every time we go to the woods. And all that does is that's putting out a fragrance. We use all natural oil, puts out a fragrance that the animal smells in the woods every day. 
And also, when it comes to the scent eliminating spray, as you mentioned, you've got the acorn and the fresh earth. You've also got the odorless. Right. And you had said something to me uh, a day or two ago. I had asked you about how, you know, how does the scent away spray really eliminate the odor? And you said something about surfactants. And being not a chemist, it didn't necessarily uh, click with me. And I, but could you explain that a little bit as how that works? Surfactants really work on the wedding situation. They actually surround whatever's there as far as odor and it's gone dissolves it breaks it apart and no longer is an odor and uh, the perspiration of a human being you have to understand when it first comes out of your skin there's no odor when it hits the air that's when bacteria and odor begins to develop and that's what you've got to be able to have is products that work towards cleansing your skin keeping your skin keeping your garments clean and that's why it's it's really all about perspiration management and what you can do to not go to the woods and have you smell like a human being. That's mm -hmm. the last thing you want to do. And if you don't wash your clothes, you smell like a human being. What's the relationship uh, when it comes to scent control, scent elimination between you know the products such as HS has out on the market and the clothing that somebody chooses to wear? Does it matter if a guy just has you know a basic pair of uh, duds that he picked up at the Walmart, or do you need you know these fancy scent elimination clothing? Uh, do you recommend anything along those lines? Um, strongly, what we urge one is to go through the cleansing process of showers, washing your clothes and everything else. The biggest thing is, is you want to be able to manage perspiration if it is developed. You're, you're doing that by taking a shower because you're removing all odors, you're using AP that doesn't prevent any perspiration to turn into odor. But you can really wear any garments on the outside as long as they're clean. You know, now if they've got a strong odor due to the type of manufacturing process or something, I would not do that. But you can really hunt in just plain garment clothing as long as they're clean and keep them clean. Keep them, don't store them just in a, in a you know, in your room or in the garage in a, in a laundry bag or anything like that. You got to take the care to find things that do protect them, keep them, keep them from odor. Now let's talk about uh say for our western uh listeners guys who are chasing elk or mule deer or sheep and they're on a uh you know a multi-day excursion into the backcountry and obviously uh they're not hopping in the shower like we are here at the farm what can guys who are in situations like that do to you know maybe not do it quite as well as we're able to here at home but maximize their effectiveness in the field. First off when they do go to the woods most of these guys I'm assuming will have two or three sets of garments when they do go. One they're all clean when they go. They're, they've protected them odor wise and they go into they set up base camp and everything now they're ready to hunt. Well if they don't have a shower then you've got to do what's the next best thing and that is get up we do uh, make uh, waterless uh, field body foam, sent uh, away wash towels that you can wash all your, you can wash your entire body with them perspiration-wise, and it will truly, truly cleanse your body. Now, let's say you've been out in the wood, you've gone to the woods, and you've come back, and you've perspired, and all this kind of stuff. Those garments you can take off, hang them up, let them dry, and then reverse them, spray them down with sent away spray immensely, and let them dry. That will help a lot. When you're out hunting areas where you're going to develop perspiration and everything, you want to look for base layer garments that will give you perspiration management. 
that will help in the process. You're talking wicking. Wicking, right. Where you wick the perspiration away from your body and something within the garment is preventing, you know, that odor buildup. And along with the other things that you use, remember, you can still wash and still be clean. You know, there are some people that will wash their clothes in the streams up there and everything else. But if you can't, you still got to take them off, reverse them, spray them down, and, you know, storm. Out west, you know, if you're hunting where there's sage, if you're hunting where there's pine, we have wafers for those things. You know, uh, when you cut, when you elk elk hunt, we have you know coyotes elk wafers that you wear. Uh, Fresh earth works all over the U.S. You can you can wear it any place, and we do match it up with western sage, or we do match it up with pine, or we do match it up with uh, cow elk urine wafers. How long uh, has Hunter Specialties been around? 33 years. And I know you told me that you guys started with a roll of camouflage tape. How long was it before you guys got into the scent elimination market? Um, really, scent elimination, our company started in 1977, and the scent elimination market followed right directly, almost right after. H.S. Strutt was brought on the market in 1985. About 1987 is when we started to develop all the scent elimination products. And the unique thing about it is, one, we use the product, and if we found a need that was functional and useful, then we got to figure out a way to develop a product that can handle that situation. Right. But odor is such a nemesis. Imagine you're going and you're calling elk, and you hear this elk bugle a mile down this canyon, and the wind's in your favor, and you're going down there, and you feel confident and everything else, but you haven't taken as much precaution as you can. You get down at the end of the canyon, the wind swirls, you no longer hear the elk. Guess what? He smelled you. Right. You're gone. Well, that, yeah, and that was another uh, point. I'm glad you mentioned that. It's the idea that you guys really, um, even before you uh, start to market something, you've got yourself and, you know, your pro staffers, the guys that uh, people are seeing on television and in your DVDs, you know, Matt Moret and Rick White and uh, Phil Vanderpool and guys like that are actually putting these things through their paces out in the field. And that's kind of, I guess, a philosophy that Hunter Specialties has had over the years, huh? You can always put a product out that doesn't function properly and probably market it for two or three years before the consumer figures it out. We don't, we don't ever do that. Uh, our scent wafers, for example, we test in the field four and a half years before we market them. Scent elimination products, we test in the field two years before we market them. So we know the confidence factor with our pro staff in the field, or the gentleman that you mentioned. They're out there testing it against the, and believe me, you can do all the testing you want it to in a laboratory. The ultimate test is the animal. You gotta test against the animal. And we test it for a period of time. We find it functional and it works, then we bring it to market. Tell me a little bit about how you you know the whole understanding of scent control, scent elimination has progressed. You know, in the 15 years or so that you've been doing it, and where do you see scent elimination going in the future? Obviously, technology keeps changing, and uh, certainly, you know, what we do today is far different than, like you said, what what some guy would have done in 1977. He might have been sitting there with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth in the tree stand. So uh, talk a little bit about where we've come and where you see the sort of the marketplace going in the future. Well, scent elimination is one area that's got lots of growth potential. Bow hunters 
get it first because they have to get close to their animal but truly for the gun hunter as well and you know there's a lot of animals that smell the hunter that they never see and that animal might be 20 yards he might be 300 yards from them odor control is really important where it's going to go as technology allows it we're looking for new ways new methods new processes to improve how to eliminate human odor and that's what it's all about and if we can do it rather through manufacturers of liquid things that we do or through garment the garments that you wear we're always looking for improvements how to manage human odor well i really appreciate your time today david uh it's been a lot of fun uh, seeing your place here, a beautiful property, beautiful whitetails that you have, and uh, perhaps most importantly, because it's something that I can take back home and practice uh, in my own considerably smaller neck of the woods, is uh, some really solid scent control tips. So I appreciate your hospitality and your insight. Thank you for coming to hunt with us. And most importantly, thank you for watching to see how we do things and uh, finding that they are functional and they do work. Thanks a lot. Take care now. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio with editor Christian Byrne. For more information on this and other topics, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.